Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Plus Radio 929game929game.com. It is Sam and Greg. On this Sunday morning, 18th day of February. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you beautiful folks in Doraville. Doraville. Doraville, right up there, up 85, at the, right at the, at the end of the martyr line. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess that's for right. now. For now. For now. You got a memo about something? No, but for now. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, now you got me confused and, and wondering to ask a number of questions. But Why? I guess I can't. Because when you say for now, you leave it open as if there's something that could happen. Eventually. Well, it's, it, it's like saying, okay, here's Sam and Greg on yeah, a Sunday morning we, for yeah, now. Yeah, we don't, know, we don't know when, but eventually. Okay. Yeah. Wishful thinking, huh? Uh, we're going to have to. There's you, a f- you, 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 haven't, you haven't tried a morning drive in on 85 <laughs> North, have you? From up, not no, that far, no, but no, I live right off of Claremont. No, but I'm talking about you. Talking about going outside the perimeter, yes, coming in. Yeah, no, 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 no. I never did that. Yes, that's a nice, it's a nice parking lot. Yeah, I know that. That's why I never moved outside the perimeter for long. That's, that's, <laughs> I just, that's, that's why. Yeah, I that's why it's the end of the morning life for now. There is a phrase that we have heard pretty much entire life. I never knew the origins of it, and it happened on this day. Did you know there was an American ambassador to Jap? There was an American ambassador to Japan is given a note by the Japanese in which they agree to re- restrict Japanese immigration to the U.S. Let me read that again to you. An American ambassador to, Jap- to Japan was given a note by the Japanese in which they agree to restrict Japanese immigration to the U.S. This act becomes known as the gentleman's agreement. Where'd that paper end up? Well, that's a, you see, you're doing follow-up questions. I don't have that. I'm just telling you about the act. So you just did what I just did. You, you, I got more questions here. But that happened on this day. Yes, you're right. Yeah, it, it leaves yeah, it kind of yeah, wide yeah, open yeah, and, yeah. and all this sort wow. of stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll bring this in. Uh, the Red Sox traded Cy Young on this day to Cleveland. Oh, man. He was 41 years old. That's how you get 511 wins. You pitch past 40, and you do it in the early 1900s where they doctor up the baseball and do all that crazy stuff to it. That's one of those unbreak, unbreakable records, period. If I had to pick one in all of professional sports, that would be the one I'd choose first. That would never, will never be broken. Cy Young 
511 wins as a pitcher. That ain't never going to be broken. <laughs> no, that, at least no. that's what I'm. That's no. the one I'm hanging my hat on. Yep. Uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame, 92.9thegame.com. Looking forward to talking to Steve Holman here in a little bit, given his and, – and, and we got to thank him, too, because as you have pointed out, he's on vacation. Man, he's got a break. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, he could have he could have said, "You realize I got a break with a no." Yeah, he doing it, but no, he's going to he's going he's going to talk to us in a little while. All right. Uh, again, as we welcome Noel when she gets a second to come join us, because if you heard what she had to say about Kyle Shanahan earlier, I'm sure she got some thoughts on these Atlanta Falcons. We have not talked about them um, in a minute, but uh, listen, there, there's just been some movement. There's been some. Pre- Do we have any sound that you would like to throw out there? Not first. We can just have it ready to go, but. I know not that you're going to hit something there. I know, <laughs> I know that you had a strong opinion about what's been done, being done with this Falcons team, and so we wanted to give you the first word on this because we missed you yesterday. Yes, um, I'm excited with what's That's being the word, done. Huh? Yes, okay. excited. Um, I know some people feel like they want a more experienced coach or a coach that's maybe won something as a head coach, but I'm going to say this, and I believe that this was – Raheem Morris' entire pitch when he finally got to Arthur Blank. Every coach is going to come in here and tell you they want to win the Super Bowl, right? That's just what a head coach or a potential head coach is supposed to tell you. I want to come in here, we're going to build a culture, we're going to win a Super Bowl, right? That's the goal. That sounds great, right? Yeah. But there's only two coaches that Arthur Blank could have hired that knows what it felt like to be on that sideline that day. Raheem Morris and Jeff Ubrey. That's it. So it has a little more – like I actually understand what it is you're trying to accomplish because that's on my head too. Okay. So let's come back together and fix this together. Every coach is going to come in here and tell you g- generically they want to win a Super Bowl. But I understand that we together need to win a Super Bowl to fix a problem. Okay. So let's do that. So now we're going to see what the plan is to fix that problem. The quarterback situation has to get sorted out. What kind of quarterback do they want? Do they want somebody that's kind of been in the league, like a Justin Fields, if the Bears even want to part with Justin Fields at this point? Do they want somebody older, like a Kirk Cousins? Do they want to draft somebody? we got to figure that part out. Maybe some more pieces on defense. But you know the player I think that benefits the most from Raheem Morris is higher? Who's that? A.J. Terrell. And I say that because when regimes change, players that are supposed to be paid can kind of be on a bubble. Like that coach that was going to pay you, that would beat the table for you, was gone. And now, kind of like when Arthur Smith came in here and they wanted Julio Jones to like come to camp and OTAs and stuff Julio Jones does not do. You usually have run into those problems and those, those coaches aren't invested in you and they want to clean house, right? But A.J. Terrell is getting back his old defensive coordinator. That's got to be exciting for somebody on a fifth-year contract. Sure, sure. Okay. So I'm, I'm excited for a lot of it. Were you surprised that Arthur Smith got picked up where not the not in the length of time it took, but where he landed? Yes, because they the, the fan base hated Matt Canada. So I'm like, this I don't see the jump in improvement. And then now they kinda wanna figure out which quarterback they want to use yeah, that's, that's already the on the roster, and I already think that's a disaster because he's already proven. Well and Can't then really the develop agents, I think the free agents that would have gone to Pittsburgh, I I looking at this now with a skunk eye going, I love me some Mike Tomlin, but they see what the job Arthur did here and, and don't remember what he was well, in Tennessee. Well, he's not going to be head coach up there, though. No, I know that. He's going to be offensive coordinator. Right. I'm just saying, though, that, but offensive weapons may not want to come up there as free agents because of what 
they perceive he did or didn't do with this offense here in Atlanta. It's not, whether it's fair or not, I'm just saying I was surprised at that. And how many people remember the job he did at Tennessee versus what he did as a head coach here in Atlanta? Most people just try to cling to that Tennessee job because that's that that's the job that shows you what he can do. And I think with more oversight from a Mike Tomlin, I, I was a little positive about the hire. It was the the recent information that they're going to evaluate which quarterback they have on the roster and maybe try to go with him. That would scare me as yeah. a as a Pittsburgh fan because he you who have you developed? You you signed your old quarterback Mariota, brought him in here, flop. You didn't really get. You didn't really develop a lot out of Desmond. Like Desmond Ritter gave you what Desmond Ritter could give you, but I didn't see a lot of development coaching wise. So what are you going to give a Mason Rudolph or or Kenny Pickett? I, I want to say this out loud, and I want to I want to say it slowly and, and and get your thoughts on what I'm about to say. But we have got a situation in Pittsburgh that's similar to without the actual rings. We got a we got a, a great coach in a situation who is not done all that well since his Hall of Fame quarterback has left. Now, you can talk about the job, and you can talk about these Steelers, but ain't scared nobody since Ben Roethlisberger left. And in the last few years with Ben, were what they were. Okay, I'm just saying that it's been interesting watching this play out between Belichick and Mike Tomlin. And I think Tomlin has the edge because they, he still hasn't had a losing season. So he still That's found a way to get nine, ten wins, yep. but it just doesn't look like what you're used to a, 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 a Tomlin team looking like. And I bring that up because we're talking about two great coaches, but yet you you look at it with one eye open when you talk about them coaching up quarterbacks, mm-hmm. finding the right quarterback, drafting the right quarterback. Mm-hmm. Where's that been? We haven't seen that. I don't know if it's fair or not. I'm just bringing up you know, the eyeball test here. Well, I mean, quarterbacks, are, a franchise quarterback is very difficult to find. I think a lot of Falcons fans were a little delusional in that reality that yeah. a franchise quarterback that's 9, 10, 12, 15 years in that's, that that can show you some consistency, you can put pieces around them. Those are rare. Those are hard to find. No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about coaching up what you have. Fair. And you, and you have to find the, the, the right coordinators and coaches because we're talking about two defensive-minded coaches at that. And, and, and so you have to find the right pieces to also put around your offense. acquiescing power. Yep. Because I, I, I believe Dan Quinn had that problem once Kyle Shanahan left. He couldn't find the right coordinator that he wanted to. Because in, in my mind, I believe he wanted to be hands-off on that side of the ball as much as possible, the focus on everything else going on. And I don't think he found the right coordinators to really take the reins on that. Who's done that successfully? I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Tony Dungy. Defensive-minded coordinator, became a head coach, and got out of the way of the offense. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. (laughs) And let that dude named Manning just flirt. I'm trying to think, who else? Did Bill Cowher? You know, defensive-minded guy, got the Super Bowl, but then then people say, well, that was Chuck Knowles' guys. And that's the same thing they say about Mike Tomlin in a way that he got Bill Cowher's guys. All right, fair or not. He You know, since that early Super Bowl – we kind of say the same thing about Gruden, too. There yeah, you go. Gruden, right? yeah. So I'm saying, mm-hmm. who's that defensive mind that you have seen, other, you know, a few that we've mentioned, that can, can get out of their own way? I mean, I've seen one, but he only succeeded that one season, in my opinion. That was Dan Quinn. That, those, those two years with Kyle Shanahan, he kind of got out the way and let Kyle do his thing. And you didn't really have a losing season there. It wasn't until you had to, to go find you a coordinator that, that that style of coaching kind of, kind of, was, kind of was backfired. Kind of backfired on him. Yeah. 
So you watch for that. I mean, you know, now with the situation here, that's what makes the premium on who we get for quarterback position here in Atlanta. Like I said, we heard from the coordinators this week. We heard their vision and, and what they're doing up at Flowery Branch. That's what they spent the week doing, getting to know each other, but starting to map things out, you know. And from there, we go to the things that are coming up, the combine, the pro days, um, you know, what free agents we, we're going to have, and then the draft. So, it, you know, just putting the pieces together. It has been interesting, though, during this time, seeing who's been brought and who was retained uh, by the Falcons to, to, to remain on the coaching staff. So, Did you ever cover the combine? No. Nah. How'd you get out of that? Why? I, well, there's just <laughs> because your boss you, told you you, you had to go. That's no, why well, I'm just you, saying. You don't know what team anybody's going to be on up there. No, but I'm just as 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 a part of the sports department at Lemon Live. No. You just never were sent up there. No. Okay. Well, that's all. We, 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 we will always go to places if a team from the area was participating. Okay. Something we knew that was a part. You well, don't, you don't know up there. It's just folks, You're right. It's just but folks I, running. I'm glad that there's a couple stations sending people like Maria and Miles up there because we're going to talk to them. We'll talk to them. And find out know, what's going yeah. on. But I was just curious if you had been up there for that. They, nah. they sent you on that. Well, it's the same because I'm sure you would have enjoyed Indianapolis. We could have had a whole different conversation about this weekend. Yeah. Uh, all right. Listen, coming up next, we have got a buddy of yours. And I, I guess I could call him a friend of mine, too. Oh, yeah, as well man. As you. Steve, Steve Holman will be joining us, and we're going to talk all things Hawks. We're going to talk all things NBA weekend and all things. And we're going to find out what he's got on his grill. And they on his grill or whatever he's doing. What's ordering his grilling up. this week? This could be one of those kind of DoorDash days. <laughs> I just picture him just sloshing around in his slippers and his robe. We'll see. Well, well, I hope I don't see him. I'm just saying. We'll ask him that when he comes back here. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. A three-pointer by Trey. Bang! He just stole it from Durant and scored on a three, and the Hawks lead by ten. But, of course, Trey Young can't play defense. What do you mean he just stole the ball and scored a three? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The Game.com. It is Sam and Greg. Noel. Take an extra 20 out of petty cash for yourself. Oh, Lunches on man. me and Sam. As we welcome our guests in here, and, and we mean that as no shot to you, sir, we want you to know that when we heard that call, we knew that that was directed at, well, we believed it was directed at those of us who do what we do, and, and, and we, we earned it. And we thought it was funny as can be. So if you can't, if you can't laugh itself, you, you know, you just can't do it. Steve Holman joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Morning. 92.9thegame.com. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. Good morning, fellas. Yeah, that was uh, that was sort of directed at the world, actually. Okay, well, we live <laughs> coaches, in the world. Coaches who, coaches who didn't vote for him, you know, national media, uh, more, more or less that. <laughs> that was, I mean, it was, and it was, it was, it was so skillfully, Oh, orchestrated. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, but, that was. <laughs> but that's what he does. Yes, he does. That that that's that is exactly what he does. When we get to enjoy it, whenever we get to hear him, Steve, great to have you with us. And we wonder what 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 do you do during this All Star break, which in recent years has become a longer break than it mm-hmm. used to be. Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of things uh, that you uh, kind of neglect during the season to take care of. You know, I, like I've gotten a haircut, I've uh, done a couple doctor's <laughs> appointments. You know. <laughs> All the fun things like that. Uh, you know, and next Saturday we've got the uh, Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. So 
uh, it works out nicely. We play Friday and Sunday, so I'll be able to go there. Uh, and, and, you know, Sharif is going in this year, uh, Brian McCann, among others. So uh, that should be a fun night in Macon next Saturday. Oh, how come you're not emceeing it? No, man, they didn't invite me to that. Uh, you, know who's MC- you know who the MC is? It's going to be very, uh, very nice. It's going to be uh, John Smoltz is the MC this year. Whoa. Ah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's always it's a great thing. I mean, it's it was one of the greatest things, you know, that happened to me when I got inducted into that a couple of years ago. But uh, it's a it's a big time event, and it's uh, it's one of those that that I look forward to every year. And I just the first thing I do when the schedule comes out, I look to see, you know, if we're going to be off that night or you know that part of that weekend. So uh, it's always a fun thing. And they have a fan fest there on on Saturday too at one o'clock. Uh, at the Hall of Fame, that's uh, I think it's free, open to the public. So uh, they have a lot of the like all the Hall of Famers that are there for the for the weekend uh, have a uh, an autograph picture session uh, uh, in the Hall of Fame on uh, next Saturday at one o'clock. Steve Holman joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. All right, your story of the first half so far. Well, I mean it's it's not exactly what any of us wanted, right? I mean uh, the the first half has been one that. You know, we, I kind of kept waiting for it to get off the ground, and, and, and we kind of kept spinning our wheels a little bit. And then just when it seemed like we were starting to get it get it together again, somebody would get hurt, somebody would get sick. I mean, this happens to everybody in the NBA, but, I mean, we've been hit. You know, DeAndre Hunter missed so many games, and, and he's just kind of rounding back into form now. Uh, so it's great to have him back. And then we got hit with this flu bug or whatever it was that, uh, you know, several guys were taken out and now Clint Capella has been out and, and then uh, his replacement at Yekka Congo hurts his toe. And so the other night, uh, you know, Bruno was it as far as the center. So it's been one thing after another. And, and I think that, uh, you know, Quinn had said before uh, the game on Wednesday, when, when that kind of went, uh, I don't know what happened Wednesday in Charlotte, but that was not exactly the, the kind of game that they were hoping for, but, uh, you know, and he made a good point that they had been playing better recently. So, you know, we've got 27 games left to uh, to kind of get it right the ship. We're still in the number 10, which isn't the play-in, which isn't exactly where we wanted to be. Certainly, uh, everyone would like us to be in the top six to, to, you know, avoid that play-in. But if that's the way it has to be, that's the way it has to be. And I always look at it, you know, I, I have the optimistic view that uh, if you're in, anything can happen. Uh, so it's better to be in than not be in. You know, I, I, I see people writing and, and talking about, uh, you know, the play-in is uh, it's 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 not something that you want to have. But hey, once you're in, you're in. You know, you'd rather be in than out. I say. And folks, spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline is always great when we can catch up with Steve Holman, and he is social. Uh, you can find him on the Twitter, the X, whatever you call it, this month at Real Voice of Hawk, Real Voice of Hawk, Steve Holman with us uh, this weekend. Talks about. Um, the season that, that, that Trey Young has had. And everybody looks at he and DeJounte and feel like, you know, this is what's supposed to be kind of the backbone of this team. And, you know, it seems like that was doing better in recent weeks, too. Um, thoughts about that possibly with, with, with the games that remain? Yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's going to be a key to the whole thing in the last 27 games on how, how everything meshes, how everything gels. But as far as Trey and the, the season he's had, I mean, he's had an all-star season. I mean, it, it shouldn't have come to him being a, an injury replacement, you know, to make his third all-star team. I, I really think he had the he had the credentials. He had everything else. And then they talk about, well, the, the team wasn't winning. There's been teams that don't win that get guys in the all-star game forever. You know, I mean, it's just the way it goes. 
but Trey has been been really good. He's and I and and going back to the defense thing, you know, he's 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 near the top of the league in steals right now. He's he's really worked at it, and I give him credit for that. The 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 work that he's put in and uh, you know on defense, and and he's really improved that so much. And you know, he's he's got 11 assists per game. He's averaging 27 points a game. I mean, he's doing and he's about 38 percent on three pointers and. And if you remember when the season started, he really struggled with his threes this year. So to, for him to be up to 38% is, is really good right now uh, because they always look at the, the kind of benchmark for three-point shooting as 33%. If you can be 33% or above, you're a good three-point shooter. So uh, he's at 38 right now. But I, I, I have nothing but uh, good things to say about Trey and the season he's had. When you talk about getting uh, into the into the playoffs, you know, hopefully they will avoid the play-in. But when you talk about the other teams that they will go, be going up against, obviously Philadelphia is a different type of team right now and what they're going to look like if Embiid comes back. But the guys that are sitting there right now in front of the Hawks, what's going on in Milwaukee, what's going on in Philadelphia, even Miami, and, of course, Boston, what are your thoughts on them leapfrogging or what they need to do to leapfrog some of these teams if they get into the playoffs? Well, I think the ones that you know they're they're keyed in on right now are the ones just ahead of them, and that's the Chicago Bulls. And you know we lost a tough game to them the other night, uh, and now they they own the season series, so they would get home court. Uh, you know if there was a tie, uh, so we're ten. They they're nine right now. But you look at teams like you know Philadelphia without Embiid, they could come back. Uh, or Orlando is a team that we're going to see very soon. Uh, I think next a week from tonight, in fact, we see uh, Orlando come in. So these are the teams that you can try to pass. I mean, you know, nine plays ten, and that's a, a single elimination tournament, basically. And if you win that nine ten, you play the loser of the seven eight. So even if you can get into the seven eight, and if you win that seven eight game, uh, you end up as the uh, as the number seven seed. So uh, these are all things that. You know, you kind of look a, look ahead a little bit, but I think with 27 games left, they just have to kind of focus in on on the games that are in front of them right now. Uh, you know, we open on Friday against Toronto. Uh, you know, that's you would think a winnable game. Orlando on Sunday, that's another winnable game. So if you try to take it, you know, the old cliche of one game at a time and, and look at it that way, and just try to climb up the ladder as far as you can go, and uh, and just make sure you're in the thing. If you're in the tournament, you've got a chance. That's what we watch for. That's what we hope for. You know, like I said, some disappointments with some inconsistencies throughout the season. But in the end, we got these games remaining. You want to make them count and want them uh, to get in a good playoff position. Thoughts about a guy who's really seemed to blossom this season, and he was slowed by an injury for a bit there before the holiday, Jalen Johnson. What, what do you make of the season he's had, Steve, and his contribution this year? Yeah, what, what a breakout he's had, Sam. I mean, he's been so, so good. I mean – and then the minute that Quinn got here, he started playing him. Uh, you remember last year, and I, I think that he benefited so much from having some time in the G League. He gained the confidence, and, and when he got the chance to play, he was certainly ready for it. Uh, he came out of the gates quickly this year, and then he broke his wrist in Washington. Um, so that, that set everything back. And, and if you remember, I believe we were 2-8 and eight, uh, the, the 10 games that he was out. So that shows you how important he is. Uh, you know, as as we say, I, I you know he may not be the Hawks' best player on the roster right now, but he may be the most important player to the team, and and he is that every night, and and I think he really deserves a lot of consideration for uh, most improved player this year because that he fits that 
category, you know, to a T. Really, it's it's most improved. It's not it's it's not an award for somebody who's coming back from injury or or this or that. But I think it's an award for who has improved the most, and he certainly has. And and you know, he's averaging you know fifteen and eight or so, and and he gets assists every night to go along with those rebounds. So he's been terrific, and 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 what a great kid he is too. I mean, he is. He's fantastic, you know, and and his uh, his folks are around all the time, and they're big supporters of his, and uh, you know we see them at uh, at the arena all the time, and and when we play up in Milwaukee, that's where they live. So uh, I mean, I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy for Jalen. He's just such a good kid. Yep, yep. One of the guys, you know, we want to talk about is DeAndre Hunter, and he was seemed like he was out forever. Seemed like he was never going to make it back. His minutes have slowly been increasing. Thoughts about what you've seen from him um, and what you hope for him, you know, going down the stretch in uh, the last half of the season? Well, let's hope the last 27 games he can stay healthy. And, and, and you're right, he's had, uh, he, he's had improvement every game since he's come back from that knee uh, procedure or whatever it was that he was out with. And, uh, you know, he just gets better every night when he's back. And, and when he's on the floor, period. I mean, he's always terrific. Uh, it's been his, you know, his whole problem, his career so far has been, you know, being healthy and staying on the floor. And, and when he's on the floor, the Hawks are certainly better. I mean, when he's not in there, that means somebody else has to start, and that means the bench is that much weaker. So if, if the Hawks can stay healthy for these final 27 games and have the rotations the way that Quinn would like them to be, and, and envision them to be before all these injuries and illness and everything, I think they've got a chance to have a very good last 27 games. Uh, you know, but that's the whole key to it is, and especially with DeAndre, what he's, when he's healthy though, I mean, he's, he's, he's top notch. I mean, he really is fun to watch. He always picks up the best player on the other side, as far as the defensive assignment. Uh, and he, he's really improved on his three point shooting a lot. Uh, so he's been he's been terrific when he plays, and that's the whole trick to it. Keep him on the floor. Hey, Steve, what do you say to the fan base who got all worked up into a lather with the trade uh, deadline coming and going, and they not making any moves? Well, I, you know, I think right, that you've got to have the right deal. I mean, you can't just trade to make a trade and and not get what you want in return. So th- there's no rush on it. I mean, if they want to do something, they can do it in the off season, certainly. Uh, you know, take another look at these final 27 games with this group together and see, you know, what Quinn likes and what Landry likes and, and Kyle, and, and they could all put their heads together at the end of the year and figure out what they might want to do. Uh, but, but I think that the, the trade deadline coming and going, I know it was, it was kind of upsetting to some people. I, I read a lot of the, the stuff on the, you know, Twitter right. and social media and everything, but you know, you've got to understand this as fans. I mean, you can't just make a trade for the sake of making a trade and, and not get what you want in return. So, obviously, if there was anything on the board, and I don't know there was, or, you know, any, any discussions about anything, uh, if, if there had been the right deal, I'm sure they would have made it. Yeah. I wonder if, he, if you had a chance to talk to your buddy. We're going to make this a little lighter here as we, as we let you go. You're, uh, you, you know, you have a relationship. We have kind of a relationship uh, uh, with our buddy Doc Rivers. 
Uh, and right. I never talked to you about this, but he and I grew up together in the same church up in the uh, west side of Chicago. Oh, but wow. How the, about that? But the last X amount of months in his world, <laughs> have you had a chance to bump, to bump into him? First, he starts off the season doing what you do, and then he gets yanked right. up there to Milwaukee after being pushed out of Philadelphia. I mean, the guy's head's got to be on a swivel. I'm just wondering, in conversations with somebody like Doc, and when you bump into him doing what you guys do, um, what do you guys talk about? And, and, and have you got well, any feedback of what his life has been like? Well, I, the, the only I haven't seen Doc, you know, obviously uh, since that all, all happened. I did text him to congratulate him on getting the Bucks job, and he goes, "Thanks, I think," you know. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, he does. He did have forty million reasons to take that job, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> so he, you know, that's good. But uh, but Doc has always been, uh, you know, and Trey is about to pass him for the all time assist lead uh, 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 record for the uh, for the Hawks. And, wow! I mean, when ah, you look at okay. when you look at how many years that has gone by since Doc played here, he's held that uh, record of the the most assists in the franchise history for all this time. You know, and like I say, Trey will pass him this year. But but Doc was was terrific here, and and he's just such a good guy. And uh, I've talked about this before when we were all young back in the '80s. You know, Dominique, Doc, uh, Randy Whitman, everybody. Uh, and it was kind of like all of our families were uh, the kids were all growing up at the same time, you know. So it was we could relate a lot of that. So every time I see Doc now or whatever, you know, it's it's mostly about that kind of stuff, you know, how the kids are and everything, but. Uh, but he's he's been terrific, and I think he's going to do a great job there. I know they've started slowly, and uh, he's trying to teach them defense on that team. And I think if they can get their act together uh, that way, they're going to be you know one of the big threats in the East. But right now, I, you know, Boston is kind of rolling right now, and yeah, and they've got everybody, even their kind of the, the the deepest role players on their bench are playing well for them right now because mm-hmm. of the way the the starters all uh, play. So it's going to be. It'll be interesting to see in the Eastern Conference who comes out of there with it. And and now even in the West, I mean, Golden State's starting to play a lot better, too. So you never can count them out either once the once the playoffs start. Well, they have got this timed out just around the time the play the uh, the uh, final start. But I want to keep your your eye out for Clipped. Are you have you been following this? You know what I'm talking about, Steve? What's that? Clipped. C L I P P E D clipped. It is the name no, of the. It is a. It is a project that's going to turn up on Hulu. Actually, it's going to be on on Stars on FX. Excuse me. It's going to be on FX. It is the movie or miniseries about Donald Sterling and his being tossed from the NBA. And oh, that all, could be interesting. Yes, and guess who is playing Doc Rivers? Lawrence oh. Lawrence Fishburne. Oh wow, that's a good that's a good fit. I think yes. Uh, there you, know, you I go. go all the way back to. You you remember Lawrence Fishburne when he was on Pee Wee Herman's show? That's how he started. There are know, people who don't know that, Steve. That's great that you brought that. that I mean, like it, people don't know that. Was it Morgan Freeman was on Electric Company? Yeah, Electric you know? Company. Yes, that's where he started too. And, you know, but you, now he's the number one. Uh, now he's the number one courtside fan at all this. <laughs> yeah, he there is. you go. Yeah, yeah he is. the uh, but it starts June fourth. It's going to be on FX. You got uh, Lawrence Fishburne playing Doc. Ed O'Neill is playing Donald Sterling. Uh, and oh, wow. you, you can go to the, you can go to their um, you know IMDb page and see the rest of it. But I wasn't sure if you so, were aware so of it. FX is free, right? I mean, that's one of the free channels. <laughs> well, FX. today it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like because you know everything that comes along. I, I've been watching the first couple episodes of that Patriots thing on, on Apple. You know, mm-hmm. Dynasty. But I mean, they all show up on these different channels. That you know, here, here we're 
you know, we're spending all of our retirement money on these channels. Uh, you know? <laughs> What's that commercial? Hello, I'm the older you. Watch how you spend your money. And all that stuff. You know, I mean, it's like one is, you know, here's nine ninety nine a month. Oh, that's yeah. not bad. Five ninety nine a month. That's not bad. But then we just start having like ten different ones. It's like, uh, you know, it's. I guess it's the way of the world, though. We're gonna have if you want to watch Thursday night football, you have to have Amazon and. Yep. Uh, you know they're 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 at Apple. If you want to watch Ted Lasso or you know any of those <laughs> kind of shows, um, what are we gonna do? It's life in twenty twenty four. What are we gonna do? But I just exactly. I wanted to put that on your radar. It's called Clipped again, June fourth. Going to be on FX uh, by extension Hulu, and this is based on the ESPN thirty for thirty podcast, The Sterling Affairs. So well, they, that should be interesting because uh, yeah. I'll definitely watch that. That 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 should be uh, that should be an interesting watch. That's what do I do here, right. Steve. Right? That's what I do. I put people in movies and let them know about ones that are coming up. Right? It's, yeah. Well, I mean, look, HBO Max had that uh, you know winning time there about the Lakers, which I thought was a, a fantastic series too. I, yeah. I I was hoping that they wouldn't cancel it after the first two seasons, but because I was looking forward to seeing what was ahead on that. Yeah, that was a behind the scenes thing. Uh, yeah, was, yeah, that was good. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't all that accurate. I mean, they made Jerry West to look like a, I know, right? That, you know, that was real crazy. Bozo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and he's a nice guy. I mean, yeah. the few times that I've I've been around Jerry West and met him, I mean, he's always been very nice. But, but, out, but it was, was a fun it was a fun show to watch. It, it was. I saw the kid uh, the kid who played Magic was uh, was in that uh, celebrity game Friday night. I watched that, and I watched Trey last night too. I mean, if he had hit that. If he could have hit a couple of those green yeah. uh, three balls. I think he would have won the oh, thing. But uh, yep. you know, he, he he missed those. But but he got a when he got on a roll, he was really good. And I thought he was good in the skills game too. Uh, I think he carried that group that he was with. He yep. he he held up Atlanta properly during this. Yep, he represented he well. Did a great job. Yeah, he did. He did. Steve, enjoy the rest of your time off. <laughs> you know? All right, you guys. I, I appreciate it, and uh, you know, I always uh, look forward to coming on with you. Oh man. And he didn't, did you ask him what's on the grill? No, what, what's on the grill this week? You're always grilling something. Um, I may. It's a little chilly today, so I don't know. I may uh, I may have to break it out some, at some point this week before we uh, kick it into high gear again. Because once we start again next Friday, uh, you know, we've got, uh, we've got like a 12- or 13-day road trip out west coming. We've got six days in New York coming where we play the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn? Now that's the team that's right there with the Hawks. Yeah. So that's going to be an important two-game series. True. Then we play the Knicks. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of road games still ahead and, and some important things coming. Yep. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, Stephen. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for getting up and uh, being a part of our show. All right, you guys. Keep up the good work. See you all. Appreciate it. Steve Holman. Always Talks a treat. Hey, always a treat. And there's always a few things that you leave on the table wanting to talk to this oh, guy yeah. about. So <laughs> Anyway, we're going to wrap things up. Got John Fricky coming up top of the hour at Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you in the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. I am getting breaking news right now. The 66th Daytona 500 has been postponed due to weather. Ooh. It will start tomorrow at 4 p.m. 
I mean, it literally is breaking right now. So there you go. No, uh, no coverage. You're going to put on an Andy Griffith something like that on Fox or something. Um, so anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I know Miss Crenshaw, is, he's not going to be happy about this. He got he to retool and reconfigure his day, but you kind of knew what was coming. So it's one of those deals where they'll do some alternative programming. But yeah, it just came down the pike. Daytona 500 has been postponed for the day. We'll uh, try and get the race done tomorrow starting at 4 p.m. Okay, so the Xfinity Series races tomorrow at 11, and then uh, the Cup Series races tomorrow at 4. They're going to run both of them tomorrow. I, I, was just, I was just wondering, all while we've been on the air, I've been watching the radar. I know, yeah. And it's just been a big swath of green that has just <laughs> covered up that part of Florida, and it doesn't look like it's going to let up anytime soon. So uh, disappointment, obviously. And, um, you know, tomorrow morning, uh, oddly enough, you want to join us tomorrow morning because we're going right. to yeah. get to talk to Brandon Hutchinson from Atlanta Motor Speedway. Um, get That's his, just one on, right? pain in the backside sort of situation, especially for the one-day events. You know, you were, we were talking about going up to Indianapolis for the uh, All-Star Weekend, but, like, say you're going to the 500, and that's one day, right? And the rain comes, and they postpone it. Excuse me, you know, you got a flight that got to get back to, you know, San Diego because well, you, know, you got well, a job. You know, but a lot of people who've gone today, if they're not, if they don't have to work tomorrow. If is then the key word. They, that, that, that's, that's the if. Um, but you, you also know. got a lot of people that are checking out of hotels because they only got the room for so many days, right? And so they're going to be leaving tomorrow morning, and – Oops, sorry, the hotel will say, we already booked that room. I'm sorry that they, you know, know rain came they, and pushed what, things back. What are they booking it for? Because they're a hotel. Yeah, but I mean, what else did it, well, I mean, you serious I mean, about this, right? Yeah. There's other stuff going in in Orlando. This is like, not Orlando. This is over in Daytona. Okay, Daytona, excuse me. There's a whole lot of things going on over in Daytona. Businesses got, you know, hotels yeah, they kick I, you out, clean the room, booked again. I think if you want to get it for an extra day right now, you can. And you wait, you wait, you, what? You, you, yeah, you, you could. You, you wait another. You wait another couple of weeks, and spring breaks happen. Then you you wouldn't be able I, to do I, it I, unless you started this process Thursday, thinking the rain was coming, and you made a call to that particular hotel. Them folks, and and think about the people who book stuff. Forget about this. Ain't it just nails on a chalkboard when you go to Florida? Period, and it starts raining. <laughs> unless you go oh, yeah. to visit somebody, for the most part, you're going down there to vacation. Ain't nothing worse than going to Florida for some reason. Other than relative, other than work, other and it's cold or rainy. Yeah, yeah that's not that's not. That ain't supposed to be. You, you, you go there to get you, you go there to get away from all exactly. that. Exactly, <laughs> it's nothing worse than that. And by the way, a little tip: if you do go, and I don't know if this is still the case, they got way too many rental cars, as you can imagine, in Florida. Yeah. So do a one way trip out of there. I guarantee you get a deal. So in other words, if you want, if you can fly down. Or take a one way with the car going there, but if you're gonna, ha- if you have the opportunity to drive a rent a car out of Florida to wherever you're going, yeah, them folks will give you a deal because you know everybody goes one way with their cars and they leave them at the airport there. Yep. Do it. Yep. So Florida is overrun with rent a cars. Okay, that's an idea. So uh, just a tip. Yeah, you know, you I'm not saying down. you don't get it for free, but you would definitely get a better deal leaving Florida than you would, you know, going out there. So. That's an idea. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 290 Game, 9290 Great Game. Great talking to Steve Holman. I love me talking to some Steve Holman. He's got that voice that makes you smile because when you hear it, you know exactly what it is. You go, oh, that's, he's on our show. It's <laughs> great, great, great to have him on. And great, great to see his, his observation of the team and obviously some, some disappointments for him as well. 
Um, but, you know, just still being hopeful and optimistic that some things stay consistent and some players stay healthy uh, the back half of this schedule and the team is able to make the most of it. Um, so we'll see what happens. But we appreciate him spending some time with us this morning. Uh, I was wrong yesterday. Uh-oh. I need to clean something up. Uh-oh. And it was speculation, so I'm not that Yikes. bad. But we were talking about the, the, the weird situation that took place middle of last week when Beyonce got put on country western channels. Remember, there was a the whole thing, we're not going to play Beyonce music. She's not part of our whatever. And somebody made a call, I'm sure, from corporate, but you better put that woman's record on. And that radio station decided to play it. And then it was that same day that I saw um, a story that Taylor Swift was being banned from CMT. Yeah. And it turned out that, that was not the case. So I just want to make sure I clean that up there. Okay. But it was, it, it did make for a great story and the duality of all of that between these two ladies and the crossover thing and she being abandoned. But, and the way it was put, too, that it got my attention is she's looked upon now because of her beliefs about X, Y, and Z, and you can imagine what they're referring to, as evilly as they look at Garth Brooks. Because Garth Brooks got some issues with country music, you know? And, and I just think to myself... How y'all going to dislike Garth Brooks? You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> the amount of people that he brought on. I think he still has the biggest selling album. I'm pretty sure. Period. I'm pretty sure. Of all time. Like he passed Michael a, a while ago, but he is the biggest selling album. Well, we should ask the Country Western fan that, right? She would be able to know that. Yes, she would. Hey, Noel. Okay. Uh, is, is that true that Garth still has the biggest selling album of all time? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Garth was the. That country money is something else, and I don't think people understand that. That country money is something else entirely. And, yes, I believe Garth still has the record. Okay. And, and as far as that Beyonce thing earlier, um, they actually hadn't released the song yet to country radio. So they said they weren't even going to, even before it was released, we ain't going to play it. Yeah, well, they didn't even know Beyonce released a country song. Yeah. See, they're so far removed from everything else that goes on in the world. Like, if it's not country music, they are so far removed from it. So they had no idea that Beyonce released a country song in their eyes. She's been, she been wearing a cowboy hat since the Grammys. Well, she wearing it. She's been wearing it. Yes. Yep. Well, that was... Publicly, I'm saying. If you knew... Is she marketing those hats? People are going to go and buy those oh, hats. Oh, absolutely. If you knew what was coming up, you you knew what that... That was a silent, get, get ready, ready for the country. Mm, backing up for a running start. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was the news from last week, and I just found it very interesting. But I just want to make sure I got that right. It didn't happen. So all, all, all that aside, we do have John Fricky coming up here at top of the hour. And I'm all sure right he now. will have plenty to say about, well, a number of things. You know what? I've learned not to say somebody else's show. Well, I can tell you, some, I'll tell you some things you probably will talk about. Probably talk about the, uh, the, the coaches that have that arrived this week up at Falcons to get ready for that. He probably will have some some uh, some thoughts on last night on All-Star Weekend. I don't know if he's a big fan of Weekend or if he's kind of like us. We watch it and all the build-up, and once they tip the ball, it says, oh, they ain't playing defense. <laughs> I don't know if he's that or if he, you know, we'll, we'll watch the game or just what, but I'm sure thoughts on those as well. You know who told me to tell you uh, hello and, and give a shout-out to you and our audience and looking forward to coming back? J.R. Oh man! I saw Jr. this past Where week. Was he? he was up here, and okay. I was up here, and he was doing business and talking to folks. Jr. Sports, you know, you know about here, and 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 a national sports voice. So we were talking a little bit about you know Ebo thing and that night to shine and the connection between that and Special Olympics and how he's you know entwined with my love of of, of wanting to help them in any 
any opportunity I get. But he was. Then we got into what happened that past week, and we were talking about Isaiah Stewart and him being, you know, from the Pistons and being uh, uh, suspended for punching dude from from Phoenix. And Jr. was he had reminded me of something I had forgotten about. But he got into a beef with not only LeBron, Isaiah Stewart. He got into a beef with LeBron. And it was like twenty twenty one. Okay. And they both got a suspension. LeBron okay. got one, he got two. But, <laughs> but the way he talked about the other beef he got into was with Draymond. And the fact that, you know, people don't know. Isaiah Stewart, you don't want to mess with him. He, that, <laughs> he said that dude is so – he said off the rails that Draymond even backed up. Whoa. He said he got into it, and he stepped to Draymond, and Draymond looked at him and went, okay, enough here. I'm just going to leave this alone. But JR wanted me to say hello to uh, you, our audience, and also shout out to Mr. Crenshaw. Uh, again, we will be with you tomorrow morning, President's Day, 6 until 10, talking about all manner of stuff. But again, if you um, didn't hear me a little while ago, the news came down that the Daytona 500, for race fans, has been postponed until 4 p.m. tomorrow. Now. You said no, the Infinity race is going to start around no, 11, you think? No boogity, boogity, boogity. No, we, we don't have that anyway. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. But we, you, you're saying the Infinity race will start. Do you have this confirmed? Yeah, yeah, yeah it'll start tomorrow around 11. Okay. Yeah. They, they had decided that yesterday, that they would run it in the morning. Okay. So that, that's, why, that's why the cup race is in the afternoon. That wouldn't happen. They would start the cup race earlier. So all we have today is... There's got to be some college, but okay. we have the All-Star game tonight. We got lots of college basketball today. Um, we got the PGA Tour uh, out, out in California playing out in L.A. Yeah, well, nobody cares. He's you gone. Hey, the Tiger's not there. He's not yeah, playing. Yeah, but we got a guy. We got a Georgia Bulldog that's on the, on the leaderboard. Okay, we got, well. Got, got Harris English. We might want to watch and see if he's able to, uh, to get the win today. Well, we wish him nothing but success. Yeah. Tomorrow, I will let you know during our show who we have next as far as they got next. And I will tell you, it will be our first boy contestant. We've had three girls starting this off. 13 and under, we've got a guy tomorrow. And y'all know his daddy. And we will leave it at that. Tune in tomorrow. I will let you know who that is. Noel, thank you, thank you, thank you for everything today. Are you give me that finger like you coming on here, or are you just waving and saying goodbye? I think she's just waving saying goodbye. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank I you. Unless you wanted to come on here and say something else. Mr. Crenshaw, Yeah. stay warm. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. You do too. And I will do the same. For the rest of you, thank you for letting us be a part of your Saturday and Sunday mornings. And we enjoyed it so much. We're coming back tomorrow morning from 6 until 10 on this President's Day. Well, tomorrow will be. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T Mobile prioritizes certain T Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. 
in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.